All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 22 of Behind the Bench. 22 episodes. It's been quite the ride, um, and we're just going to keep going. We're still here, and uh, we love providing this content for everyone, um, and, and it's just been a blast. So uh, thank you for continuing to join the boys on the ride. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about, obviously, the weekly lift. I'm going through a rundown of topics that happened throughout the week. Um, Mayhew Performer of the Week. Uh, our interview with Zach Giroux, brother of Damien Giroux, Flint, um, Firebird, OHL. It's a great interview. It's hilarious. Um, the BTB Hockey Pool. Courtney's Q&A. And we missed it from Just Missing. Um, and that is going to do it. So let's get into it. We'll talk about Optimus right before. Are you looking for an awesome venue to host your next event? Well, you've come to the right place. Whether it's a wedding, corporate event, or holiday party, Optimist will work alongside you to throw a shindig your guests won't forget. With a cool atmosphere, great beer, full menu, and training staff, their team will tailor your event to suit all your needs. For, in- for more information to book or just any general information, contact them at 705 222 4827 at 705 4827 or visit them at their website at www.optimistbrewing.ca. Optimist offers food and great beer that's made in house. Take out is available via skip the dishes or call their number, like we mentioned. Hours are 4 to 10, Tuesday to Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, closed Sundays and Mondays. Optimist Brewery, high fives, good times, and great beer. And we got a little taste test action today, boys. Let me show you. Let me show you the growler we got. Optimus Brewery. They just released a new beer called Short Term Memory. And boy, I can understand why. 7% sour. A um, little taste test action here. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. Thank you, Tom. If you're a sour fan, you're going to love this beer. It's nice, smooth. It has that nice little sour kick to it. Um, so, very good beer. From Optimus, go check it out. You can get that at uh, those hours that we said. All right, Mace, let's get into it, buddy. Bring in April Wine, episode 22 of Behind the Bench. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on, people, live with me. Where the light has never shone And the hornets flock like hummingbirds Speaking in a foreign tongue Isn't my life, isn't my life, isn't my life, my life Isn't my life, isn't my life, isn't my life, my life Okay boys, what's going on? Episode 22, baby. Boys are back in action and it's a special day. It's a special day for the boys. Um... Tommy Vlahos' birthday, he's been on an absolute tear this week, an absolute tear. Um, so happy birthday, buddy, from myself. Um, you've been killing it, and we'll send it over to Tommy. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, Al. Thanks uh, Thanks for that, and thanks for the birthday wishes. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm in the nation's capital right now in Ottawa enjoying myself. So it's, it was actually nice to go out for dinner, dinner last night, and actually a few nights ago, Thursday, I went out for some drinks as well. So I feel bad for you guys in the gray zone, but Ottawa, Ottawa's been fun and it's been fun to me. And it's been a hell of a birthday weekend, let me tell you. So, but I'm excited to see you guys and, you know, catch up. This is, this is the part I like more 
and especially it lands on my birthday like nothing better right now so absolutely we'll send it over to producer meets and savage what is going on brother yeah, hopefully Kaylee doesn't hear that you're liking this more than hanging out with her all week. But <laughs> no, no, uh, no hey, I'm, I'm good. In, I'm I'm in her I'm in her friends' room, so we're good. To, we're good. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I had a quick little ski trip down to Collingwood. Uh, took uh, stepbrothers' little ski pass. Don't tell nice, Blue Mountain, but yeah, I snuck on. How, how was that, Mace? It was good to get out and clear our heads, eh? Like Jim's the only one staying at home. <laughs> we're we're relieving some stress, me and you, but. Yeah, no, everything, it's still pretty shut down uh, down there as well. So I was just kind of in and out, quick trip, uh, slushy, slushy ski hill. But yeah, I know I needed a couple runs in. First time skiing, four or five years. So Jesus. didn't kill myself. I'm still alive. <laughs> well, Happy good birthday, boys. Tom, by the way. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Good Jim, boy. how are you? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm just abiding by the uh, public health guidelines here in Sudbury. Uh, it's been very good. Um, I've been walking uh, the Idlewild a bit, uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, looks mint, uh, except for what happened, what's happening right now. It's no uh, snowing. Yeah, it's snowing in Sudbury uh, right now. We always get the odd snowfall in March. I'm sure it'll go away, but um, Idlewild looks mint. I just I cannot wait to hit a golf ball this summer so much golf so much content coming it's unbelievable um okay boys let's move into the weekly lift so here are the topics today um we'll dive a little bit deeper uh into tom's birthday um talk about march madness uh the nhl uh not the nhl sorry the nba trade deadline with lowry and the raps um talk about some football uh with the Sudbury spartans and then uh, the last topic will be a little bit of the boys in the news we've been uh, kind of buzzing this week so let's get into it. tom's birthday um i guess you kind of talked about it pretty much uh yeah all i bit. mean any any funny other birthday stories you got tom no actually like just one in particular like i mentioned we went out for dinner last night and it was it was nice we went to a restaurant named chop i'm not sure if you boys ever heard oh, of it so good but it's, it's like similar the keg to like, on steroids it's like the keg on steroids yeah. so uh my mom was nice enough to take the bill and she said whatever it was you know treat your girlfriend and um her friend her boyfriend as well came with us so it was just us four and it Emmy was pays. Yeah, Emmy pays it was dude it was it was nice um we ordered a couple bottles of wine out at the at the dinner table and you know like when you're like taste testing the wine you're like you're, you're a little worried right because like we're, I'm not gonna say we're unexperienced, but like you're ordering something that you're like, it's like forty, forty-five dollars, and you're like, you hopefully it's like, like you're, you're like you're not getting ripped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you hope it's like drinkable too. Yeah. So, girl comes over. It's like one of the bottles that's like made just for chop restaurant. You can't get it at the, at the LCBO, so it's like kind of like a house wine, whatever. So, she pours us a nice white glass and. You know, it went down the throat pretty, uh, pretty smoothly, and then we got into the red because we—I ordered steak and lobster, boys. Treat myself for my birthday. One of my favorites. Wow, nice, Tucker. A little bit of escargot to start. So holy. You know, man, I, I like yesterday. I, like, it's a Saturday good thing Emmy covered the book. Dude, I mixed yeah, how's in. How's your stomach I had, feel today? Oh, dude, I, we'll get into that. So I had white wine, red wine, and then. Uh, the couple that we were with bought me a bottle of prosecco. So I had a little bit of champagne. Okay, so all three of those mixed in with a little bit of Slim and Clear 2.0, and then I had the bottle to end the night off with the Amarone that that uh, Mr. Chimino was nice to buy me. So you know, I had I had all the mixtures, and of course, what a gift! I have to shout out my girlfriend for getting me the Drew hoodie. Oh boys, I I had nothing, I I, I had no idea this was going down, and um, she kind of hyped it up just a little bit, but 
I, I had no clue that the Drew Hoodie Bieber was uh, was coming in, and it worked out because my Leafs were playing, and they were actually down 3-1. And uh, she gave me the gift right in time. I think midway through the second after we got back from dinner, she gave me the gift, and I ripped it on. I was like, it's Matthew's favorite color because he has that same one that he posted his picture with. I'm not sure if it's his favorite color, but he has the same hoodie. So I was like, dope. They're not losing tonight. Had a little bit of, uh, was it birthday Eve luck and made some money on the Leafs. Like, so I think you guys saw the screenshots and I posted all over Twitter and I was just, I was just buzzing. And JB's yeah. new song, Man Peaches, I had it. I think I played it like a hundred times in the last three days. So, well, while Tom was buzzing on Twitter, he called me, uh, two sung me peaches at least three, four times while we're on the phone. I got my peaches uh, out in Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's the over under right there. I had some prop bets on, on you singing that song today uh, on the pod. Um, we posted on Twitter. I mean, it was a perfect storm. I actually texted into one of our uh, group chats when they went into overtime. I said, it's Tom's birthday tomorrow. I said, it's only fitting that the Leafs win. And if Audie Matthews scores the overtime, Tom will be like in on, on cloud nine. Oh, and dude. what happened? Oh, cloud nine is an understatement. We were actually playing a card game us four in the hotel room. Like when they were down three, one, and then they made it three, two. And then they made it 3-3, and I'm like, okay, no. Like, the music stopped, the card stopped. I was like, ow, like, two feet away from the screen. Over time, I was dialed in, and then a little fist pump because I knew I made some cash. But for my boy Matthews to end it, you know, Matthews or McDavid, I don't know what the question that is, but uh, we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. It was a great night. Yeah, and I think that's a great <laughs> way uh, to end it there. We're not getting into that debate tonight anyways. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about the madness, boys. Any updates? Any updates? I'm looking at the scores uh, right now. Tom, uh, I'm not going to really see any madness, but you know, Gonzaga is just the same powerhouse. Like I said, last episode, they, I think they wiped Creighton by like 15, 20 points. I forget what the actual score was, but they covered the spread of 13. So, I mean, they're just a wagon and they have an easy way to the final four. It seems like, and I don't think anyone's beating these guys out. That's, that's really all I got. Gonzaga just looks too good, dude. Yeah, they do look good. Actually, Loyal uh, Chicago got uh, upset it actually by Oregon yeah. State. Yeah, um, Oregon State's away again. See you later, Sister Jean. I do <laughs> love her though; she's a beaut. Um, Arkansas won by two, um, which was nuts. Um, like, sick game, um, and I think that's about it. Syracuse got pumped, but they were an eleven seed, um, and tonight. Uh, looks UCLA, UCLA's up on uh, Alabama by three right they, now. They look good too, man. I watched that first half a little bit when I was eating dinner tonight, and UCLA do 11 seed. They look good. Michigan, Michigan handled FSU no problem. Sorry, uh, Nina Kutrin, but <laughs> FSU got pumped. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was weird. It, it's just weird how they go on the break and then they start playing again, and it's just like you always think it's going on. Like I was trying to look for scores. Like yeah, they were off the like week. I just had no, yeah, yeah, I had no clue. Um, but just uh, yeah, wicked the madness, baby. All right, we'll uh, stick on basketball um, and we will talk about the NBA trade deadlines. So a lot to divulge here. Let me read out the trades, and we'll keep. Well, I'm not reading out all the trades. We're going to keep this Raptor centric, like we have when we talk anything about basketball. Um, so here we go. Um, Terrence Davis got traded to the Sacramento Kings for a second round pick from Memphis. Uh, Norman Powell, probably the biggest move of the day for the Raptors, goes to Portland for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Matt Thomas gets flipped to Utah for a second round pick. And other than the Norman Powell trade, probably the biggest story from the Raptors, 
Kyle Lowry does not get traded to the Sixers or the Lakers. So a big, big uh, thing for the Raptors. Anyone got thoughts on these types of moves? I'm uh, somewhat upset Lowry didn't get moved. I kind of wanted to watch him go on another run just to see what he was like with the Lakers, like setting blocks with LeBron. But um, yeah, I don't know. The Norm deal makes sense. You're not getting anything out of him uh, after yeah. this after the season. Yeah, and he's gonna get paid, so you have to think yeah, of that. And he's getting, yeah, that's what it is. Like, well, the Raps wanted to keep him, but Jim, here, here's my thoughts. I, I mean, watching the Raps the last couple of years, um, obviously being a diehard fan, it's just if Larry ends up signing somewhere else, I don't think he will this off season. This might be like the worst mistake they made in the franchise for not trading him because they could have got enough for him, Al. Like even. Probably even a few graphics and a solid like two. Players. I agree. I agree with you. It's it's a big gamble it's because scary. I think it was it was it was going to be hard to trade him away. No problem, but they were not going to take a deal where they got cheated on. Um, but I like Lowry says he wants to retire as a Raptor, but I, I can I can see him walking. Like this Raps team isn't going to be a good for it's, a yeah. long time. Um, the Norman Powell deal, I was kind of pissed off they didn't get a, uh, a draft pick but then I came to realize Gary Trent Jr is only 22 um so like it was a good move what's crazy uh Terrence Davis gets traded for a second round pick um I, I'm pretty sure it was like a high pretty high draft pick no mm-hmm. um I I need a fact check on that I have no clue um he was undrafted was he undrafted <laughs> thank you I appreciate that um I had no clue, but he but, was good. Like Terrence Davis gets flipped for a second round pick, and Matt Thomas gets like his value went down. Yeah, but think well, of Terrence it. Davis what, almost got cut this summer. That's true. And what the Raps got for Terrence Davis and Matt Thomas, like their packages in return, is basically just as good as what the Celtics had to give up to get Evan Fournier. And Evan Fournier is like an elite two guard. Like that's averaging twenty points with Orlando that went to the Celtics. Yeah. And like he he could maybe. I'm not going to say win you a series, but he's he can be a difference maker for sure. And the Raptors were able to flip two bench players that barely play for two second-round picks. I think that's pretty good for Masai. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, you like that yeah, take, just, Ali, or what? You yeah, like no, that? that's a good take, good take. Um, thanks, Mace, for saving me on the tennis, Davis. <laughs> I actually don't know why I said he was at a high but draft pick. Like it, since That was so stupid. Since um, we're in but, the NBA talk, and I have to, like, we always want to try to keep it relatively around um, – the raps or when we like criticize the league, I got to criticize the league one more time here. Also LaMarcus Aldridge does this buyout and he is now a Brooklyn net. The Lakers going to get drumming. They already did. He, he that yeah. happened today. Man. So like, I think Cole Yakovel had a good tweet today. I, I'm, I'm not going to pull it up, but it was like, I'll sum it up in Cole's notes here. And he was just like saying the trade deadline's over and these all-stars are allowed to like, get bought out and then signed league minimums after getting paid a f- shit ton from their, like the team they're previously on. You know what I mean? Like I, I just find it absurd that they were just allowed to leave after the trade deadline mm-hmm. and sign these veteran deals and still get paid from the team. They were just on like bank, mm-hmm. like like Marcus Aldridge do was, was the second overall pick when Bernani got, when he went first to the raps, like that was like 15 years ago. Could you imagine if like the, like the raps drafted Aldridge instead of Bernani? Yeah, well, like we I'm all know the rap, we we all know the raps draft uh, history is awful. But the NBA is a joke. Like, um, who's gonna touch Brooklyn now, man? 
I don't know. Like, I hope they lose though. They went I, from no they went from no bigs to Blake Griffin and Aldridge now. I I I, I sincerely hope they lose. Like, they have they have like half of the US Olympic team. Yeah, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. The, M- the NBA is it's not even fun watching. Um, and yeah, I, I, if if you didn't know, Joe Harris was a Olympian too for the states, so that's just like another and he's guy. Sick to too, like yeah, it's a like, joke, dear God. absolute joke. Um, oh. All right, boys, let's let's move on to the next topic, which isn't a joke. Um, Subject Spartans football um, decided to step away uh, for the upcoming season. They will not play, um, whether the restrictions are lifted or not. They are not going to play. Um, which is, I think, a, a proactive move and, and a smart move uh, reported by Sudbury Star staff. We don't have a name who reported, but it was um, from the Sudbury Star. So, anyone got thoughts? Macy put the topic in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the the whole conference, not the whole just conference? the Spartans. Gotcha. Yeah, oh, teams done. It's not just Sudbury pulling the pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, just upsetting. Like, you don't get too many opportunities to play football in Northern Ontario. So when the one competitively cancels, it's kind of shitty, but yeah, mm-hmm. it is a special time in the world. Well said, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says right here um, saying they want to lead by example. Officials with the service Spartans announced they have suspended football operations and taken a leave of absence uh, for both of their summer leagues, which is the NFC and the OPFL. Um, so they are stepping away. Just the right move, I think. Um, they want to set an example, and I think um, Does, regardless, restri- if even restrictions were lifted, there's still restrictions. It wouldn't. It wouldn't even be close to the same as it was. I can't even see football being played in Canada with any no. type of restrictions. Like, wouldn't make any and sense. This shit's not ending soon. Is actually scary. And like going off this topic, do you think that's going to happen for soccer as well? Al? You would assume so. I, I'd assume so. Uh, Soccer is a tough sport a- to. You're gonna have 22 people on the field, um, people on the bench. Like it, I don't know, man. It's 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 tough. Uh, I, I I hope I hope not, um, because soccer is an outdoor sport. So I can see it. Absolutely. If they did hockey, um, they can do they can do soccer. Um, well, sad to see. I got a video um, from one of my buddies uh, working at the vaccination center. Um, Countryside Arena is a vaccination center. It's kind of sad. It is. Like hockey should be be, be played there right now, not vaccinations. Kind of sad. But um, the shit's not ending, man. Like, I don't know. No, no, it's not ending anytime soon. Vaccines are coming in, which is nice. Um, but got to keep just got to keep vaccinating, vaccinating, vaccinating now. Um, but uh, this stuff isn't going away for a while, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, tough news out of the, the football community there, but it, it's I think it's the right choice, to be honest. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, let's move on, boys, uh, to more news. So the boys, listen, BTB's been in the news. Um, again, shout out Ben Leeson. He got us in the Sudbury start again. Really appreciate it for the Sudbury. Um, sorry, for the start of season three. Um, so we're very happy um, that he that he put us out there. We're really, uh, really appreciate it. Twitter, we've been buzzing on Twitter. Uh, got a few retweets from Nicky Foligno. Uh, BTB bump is absolutely real. Um, Nick Foligno scored his first goal in 22 games uh, yesterday. <laughs> Six of the season um, against uh, Detroit. So unreal. Kudos to the boys. Uh, to just we've been unreal. We've been we've been great. Um, Instagram's been buzzing. Um, anyone got thoughts? 
Yeah, the BTB bump's real on a personal standpoint, but maybe we need to get somebody from the Columbus organization on, maybe even Torts, who knows? Because I think the Columbus Blue Jackets might need a little bit of a bump if they want to make the playoffs here. Sorry, Nick Foligno, but it's been it's been a tough stretch for them. They lost two this week. That was a, that was a tough loss tonight against Detroit. They're, and they're back to back back to back nights. They lost to Detroit. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's real because I know uh, I don't have the exact stats, but Demier, since he's been on, has been putting up points, and he's actually playing hurt, from what I've heard, mm-hmm. and what from what I was talking to him about. So the guys, uh, the guys, putting up points while still being, I think, somewhat injured. I'm not sure how he's recovering right now, but uh, yeah, it's real. Nick and on and on another point, um, I've, I think the boys have started a, a podcast movement in uh, Northern Ontario. I've seen a couple podcasts starting, um, which is wild. Um, so if we like, and we know the people that are that are doing it, so um, kudos to them for starting a, a podcast um, and uh, and just keep running with, it. just have fun with it, um, like we are. Um, Mace, you got anything, buddy, on this? Yeah, I, I sent out press releases to announce the the launch of season three, so that was fun to for one of them to get picked up on traction. Um, but no, other than that, the social's been buzzing. Chimino was in a play for his Italian yes. studies class. Oh, we got to get into about this. That. We got to get into that. Thank you. Like what I, the f- I, like they they must be paying you per diem, man, to do what you're doing. Listen, um, what, like what makes you decide? Like, is there like a box of like a checklist of like who you want to play? And like, you just got like Vito to be the, <laughs> Vito um, to be the Nona. So the Italian play has a special part in my heart. Um, okay. I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big arts guy. Like I'm not a big, like theater or whatever, but um, Deanna Khalili, who we've had on the pod, they've been doing this. Next year is going to be the 30th year. They run an annual uh, annual play. So um, last year, so what happens is, Tom, they write the script right before the school year okay, and a little bit during the into it, and they'll, and they'll send it out. So you don't know what part you're playing. They just kind of assign it to you. So the first year, I, I was like a, a guy, an old guy that met his – met his longtime friend that, that we got separated from immigration second time. So I, I opened the script the, for the second year and I see myself as like Alex and then slash Nona. I'm like, Oh my God. So Deanna got me to play as a Nona. And then this year it seems like the Nona stick kind of, kind of stuck. Um, so I was Nona again this year. We filmed it on zoom um, last weekend. It, uh, so, yeah, last weekend was live um, for our screenings, and a lot of people showed up to the Zoom. It's not the same doing it live. Tom, no. Tom have you come to a live yes, event? Yes, I was there. I was there last year. Yes, yes. We, Tom we, was were, uh, we were there with our friend group there in the back, and that we just could not Just howling. Laughing. Yeah, it was we, awesome. we have no idea what's going to happen, and we see no. your little sexy ass come on stage there, man. It's 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 a time. Mace, did you get to watch any of it, bud? Yeah, so I tuned in for the first 20 minutes. Not even Tremino's nowhere to be found. I'm listening <laughs> to in a, a legit Italian conversation, and then Tremino finally comes on, and, and I didn't know it was him for sure. I, I glanced over and I just see it from the backside. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you saw you, you saw you saw his ice cream. The hype was there. worth it from the last uh, from Diana's interview. Yeah, absolutely. Good good you stuff, you killed it though, Chem. You have a little Appreciate career it. in acting. Uh, as I as I asked Diana when we had her on, man, you, you've uh, you've impressed me with the acting. It's fun. It, it's it's the, it's probably one of the only things I'll do like acting for. Um, right. it, it was it was so much fun. I had a blast um, with it. So yeah, and we'll be back next year. 
Um, hopefully live. Actually, boys, you want to have a quick laugh before we move on. So I'm a guy that likes to do ad libs. Okay. I'll add shit to the script. Sometimes I let them know. Sometimes I don't. So what's happening during the play is that Deanna is, is reading the script. Cause if we go off track, she'll kind of whisper it to us so we can get back on track. So, and I love adding stuff to the script. Wait, do, it, do you have a, do you have a mic on when you're on stage? No, no. Okay. But she okay. like faintly whispers it to you. Um, if, oh, if you're out track, yeah, it's wild, <laughs> dude. I had it one time where I'm sitting there and, and we, we were going through the lines and I just like totally forgot it was my line. And she's like whispering, but like screaming at me at the same time. Oh my, um, she is probably scary when she does that. Oh, she, uh, she but she's good. Um, so anyways, so we run it every February. So it's February, 2020 kind of when coronavirus was kind of a joke, like, like ah, COVID, like no one knew anything like that much about it. So I, I was pretending I was, I was a Nona, but I was, <laughs> I was one of the cousins dressed up as my Nona. Cause we pissed her off. She right. left the house, but she had to get her pension papers signed. And if we didn't get it signed, she wasn't getting a pension. But she left the house because she was pissed off at us. So I had to dress up as Anona. Mm-hmm. So I go and I'm coughing, but like fake coughing down. I, I start from the aisle and I get up on stage and I and I just blurt out. I go, I go. I hope it's not. I hope it's not the coronavirus. And the <laughs> crowd started dying. Fast forward a year, we're sitting in a pandemic, full on quarantine. I go, Deanna, I'm so sorry that I said that, but it was hilarious. Oh, time. man, you got the crowd going. Yeah. Yeah, it was, Dude, uh, that, it was crazy. That, you, you basically started COVID then. Or the, you, you started the lockdown in a sense. because Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, the, uh, hand up, hand up. That's on me. What 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 is, uh, you said that, con- what, what's the coronavirus in like Italian? Cause, like, coronavirus. Okay, it's, it's the same thing for Greek. Yeah, you call it like the yeah. co- coronavirus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hilarious. Oh, um, God. Yeah, lots of fun. So, again, shout out to everyone involved with that. Thank you so much. Um, okay, let's get into uh, our segment, Mayhew Performer of the Week. Um, this is sponsored by Mayhew Performance, Mikey and Nikki Mayhew. Anything to deal with mining industry, consulting, health industry, consulting, battery, they're doing big things at Mayhew Performance. Check them out at www.mayhewperformance.com. That's www.mayhewperformance.com. Absolute beauties there, Mikey and Nikki and Maddie. Maddie's been uh, the young bucks, been uh, starting to take some rings grinding, 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 yeah, grinding hard. Um, okay, Mayhew Performer of the Week. Let's go. Me first. Who'd like to, yeah, Tom, start it off. Okay, so I kind of told you guys one before we got on record, but I just thought of one on the top of my head, and we have to shout out the guy that we collabed with or partnered with at Missin. So I had the opportunity to meet with Roberto Bagnato when I'm because he's from, or sorry, he's living in Ottawa, and I'm actually here. And he, it was actually his idea to go out and get some drinks and to catch up. So a longtime family friend, you know, it's been a while, ten years, and he was nice enough and kind enough to set up the boys with some more merch from missing which i got on a new hat you like the new hat the new sweater that just got released we'll get into that a little bit later but roberto bagnato he is from Sudbury, but now is living in ottawa tearing up the clothing brand business along with export development canada i learned a lot about the edc that's what he calls it so yeah, it was yeah. nice to catch up with him and he's my may performer of the week love it shout out 
Roberto. Because you said he lo- you love hats there, Ali, and he got you one, buddy. He made sure you got I'm, one. I'm excited. I'm excited to be Take off the that. fucking crack. The crack and one's getting old for sure. I'm yeah, excited for some... that. Yeah, that one's going to the rafters. Mace, you're Mayhew Performer of the Week. Yeah, uh, everyone's probably following him already, but uh, you know what I'm saying, trick shots, Ryan Pulowski. Uh I follow him on Instagram. I, I Then we started following him on TikTok from the Behind the Bench uh, podcast, double underscore. Uh, and he hit so every night he does what what is it like every, he does backward he does backward night? shots and yeah, backward shots it. over the shoulder yeah uh this guy sunk 2280 in a row live uh, on tiktok live on tiktok it was insane uh chimino sending us messages you gotta watch this we we all tuned in it was crazy uh so yeah shout out ryan Pulowski. Uh, you yeah. know what i'm saying trick shots Average dad was an above average shot. That's his uh, slogan. We love it. Highlight reel. Um, and we're going to get him on the pod. Uh, we're going to reach out to him. Who is this guy, though? Jim, dude, you, like, he's you unbelievable. with him, too? No, I didn't go live with him, but I've been watching his lives. Okay. Like, this guy um, just started doing trick shots like six years ago um, to bond with the, bond with his ch- children. Um, and he's doing it on like the tyke nets. So, oh, dude, those things buried by the pool in my house, man. Oh, wild. my God. Yeah. And he's put, he put like chain, <laughs> chain netting on it, but from an actual basketball net. It's hilarious. So you just hear ching, ching, ching every time he's sinking him. Like the sky is like unbelievable. Yeah. He, he, we're going to get him on the pod. He uh, commented on the TikTok. He said he's going to come on. So we got to reach it. out to him, boys. Uh, put that uh, bucket in bucket for that. Okay. <laughs> My Mayhew performer of the week goes to my boy in Brooks, Alberta. Dario Belgio got his first AJHL goal. It's been a long time coming wow, uh, with the Brooks him. Banditos. Um, yeah, um, they finally got the season on the roll six games in. Uh, Belgio scored his first goal against the Calgary Canucks uh, last night, uh, Saturday night. Um, so, Congrats to Dario. Keep it going, bud. Um, and if you check their Instagram, they got a picture of him with the puck. He's got like a TikTok perm haircut right now. Um, they haven't. He hasn't cut his hair since he left uh, Sudbury. It's wild. He kind of looks like Josh Richards, if you don't know who he is. We might have to dub that up. Uh, but congrats, Dario. That's my Mayhew performer. That's a good one, though. Week. Good for him. I did not know that, Al. See, yeah, I, that, come hey, on, I come hey. on these pods, man, and I learn a little bit of Absolutely. You know? Brooks Bandits actually are 6-0 and uh, to start the, yeah, the, Brooks uh, the COVID season. Cut, they also cut me, so we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go. Um, we, we've taken enough, uh, enough time here, boys, on the, uh, on the intro side of things. Let's send it to our interview with Zach Giroux from the Flint Firebirds. Uh, guy was hilarious. We got a good uh, relationship with him. Actually played uh, – uh, some fort with him. Um, so it's been, and I'll get into that after the interview. So congrats, uh, congrats to him on everything he's doing. He got to give us a little insight on the bubble too. Um, so we'll send it over to Tom here before we get into it. Thank you, Al. Silver Cross sells hospital beds, stairlifts, scooters, walkers, power wheelchair, power wheelchairs, and much, much more. They proudly serve Elliott Lake, Sturgeon Falls, the Manitoulin Island District, Espanola, Sudbury and North Bay. Visit their website, check them out on their Facebook page, or call them at 705-222-0700. That is 705-222-0700 for any healthcare need. Providing solutions to help our clients with their healthcare needs is our priority. And that's a message from Dean and Chantel Jacqueline. We're the owners of Silver Cross Sudbury. 
The best for what they do, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to check them out for any healthcare need. And now, enjoy the interview with Zach Giroux. We are pleased today to be joined by our youngest guest to join the pod thus far. Born on April 5th, 2003 from Hammer, Ontario, this individual was drafted in the third round in the 2019 OHL draft, being selected 57th overall to the Flint Firebirds. Hockey runs in the family as his brother is one of our OG guests and soon-to-be NHL stud. You can now see this individual tearing up the eSports where he is what is called a sweat in Fortnite. Welcome to the Behind the Bench podcast, Zachary Giroux. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, you're, you're better in reading than I thought. Hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's going to be a... Starting hot right off the gates. I love it. <laughs> I wasn't going to chirp you, but nice headset. You're, hey, Jim, you had a, an old pair like that that you used to wear for the first couple episodes, but then the sponsors kicked in, so you bought the AirPods. So. Exactly. <laughs> no, thanks That's... for having me on, Tom. Great, great intro. Thanks, buddy. Um, you know, hey, I, you said I can't read, but I, I was practicing this, you know, last night, and I was bugging Alex to make sure that, uh, you know, there was enough commas and periods in that. So yeah, he's it, getting it his reps in. I was getting my reps in. Um, any class today, Zach? Like, what's going on? I know you guys are virtual, but uh, what, like, run us through, like, what a week looks like for school for you. Yeah, so for me, uh, I, I don't really have a tough, tough semester, but um, <laughs> I got rolled par en tal. So my, I go to horizon which is in, in french so gold parental um then spare and then in the morning i got another spare and then nutrition wow. that's 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 that's, that's my semester yeah. <laughs> is it going to be bad for me to ask you what that first class is in english like what like what parental s- role parental role yeah. oh my god so you have to bring a baby home and stuff yeah one weekend i will yeah <laughs> that's yeah. amazing <laughs> jim do you remember that in high school where you saw those people walk around with the babies, with the babies. and stuff yeah and then yeah. randomly cry i feel yeah. like the teacher like probably has like a big ass system on his desk at home that he just like hits the buttons of like when it's gonna cry and stuff uh that's hilarious have they have they told have they have they told you Zach like what the plan is like for graduation? Is it through Zoom? I assume so. Yeah, the graduation they already said uh, it's going to be through Zoom call, but for for prom they haven't said anything yet, so we'll we'll see about that. Oh, for the best <laughs> virtual yeah. virtual dance. Get a prom. And- <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get let's get into it. Um, Zach, when did you start playing hockey? Oh uh, yeah, like every other hockey player, I think. Uh, I started at the age of three um, playing organized hockey. Um, what, what was fortunate enough for me was having a brother that was already um, playing organized hockey. So my dad um, was able to, to put a hockey rink in, in our backyard. So he, uh, he kind of put me on skates at the age of two, um, being ready to, to play organized hockey. And all I remember from that is my jersey being bigger. <laughs> going all the way down to my skates. So that was <laughs> the pictures I remember. And yeah, that's how it started. And and what made you made you stick with it? Like um, obviously, guys, I don't know if you played any other sports, but what kind of made you be like, all right, I want to I want to pursue this thing? Yeah, as soon as I I was like getting good at it. Yeah. So yeah. As soon as I as soon as I stepped on the ice, and I was like, yeah, I could actually play this sport. Um, yeah. I, it kind of just stuck with me, and I, I fell in love with it. Okay. Cool. So that's what it but, was for me. Alex, if you didn't know, his dad used to be like. Uh, I'm not sure about professional, but he used to bodybuild. Is that yeah, is that right, Zach? Yeah, yeah. That's he, right. He's Jim. Ri- you should see some of these pics. This guy Daniel was ripped. So still, still brags like, about it. <laughs> um, 
we got to talk about the outdoor rink that obviously since I've known you, you guys had this outdoor rink. That's just phenomenal for you and your brother just to continue to work on your skills and get better. Um, would you say having this throughout the winters is like an advantage for you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I was yeah. actually very lucky, um, especially you guys going on a few times and me being able to, to go on and play with guys that are three years older than me. Um, oh yeah. That, that definitely, uh, helped me out a lot and uh got me grittier especially and not being afraid to to fight and and those especially when i played against guys that are older older exactly throughout my my life so that definitely helped me out a lot yeah sticking with the odr zach like this question might come off a little weird but so since like you're almost like developed as a hockey player now that you're that you're older like what would you say you work on in a year like this like skill wise do you have like certain drills or are you just working on shooting like run us through maybe what you work on at your age now yeah um right now it's just trying to try to keep the skill there um you don't you don't really get the opportunity to battle and right. to to do stuff with other people so you, you just make sure to do pep drills um definitely work on your shot that's that's what i've been doing and just just little things again like rimming pucks around the wall um catching your catching the pass on the backhand um just little stuff like that that that'll get you better in games right is 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 your dad out there like helping you with drills and giving you passes as a, like a little tutor or what <laughs> yeah he's been he's been working a lot lately but uh whenever he's not working he always finds time to to come out and pass me the puck give me one timers he nice. he always has to do something for us so nice. yeah, that's been good for that good stuff awesome. Good stuff. So again, you know, you get to to play on this ODR and and develop your skills. Describe your game for the people. What what what's a what are you gonna get from watching Zach? Oh, he's a greedy little shit that chirps and yaps and (laughs) puts the puck in the back of the net at the same time. Yeah, uh, definitely on the ODR. um, (laughs) I don't think I've ever went on the ODR with my brother without getting into a fight with him. Um, like <laughs> our, our competition is, is, uh, is over the top, but on the ice in a regular game, I, I think, um, my speed, my, my battles, like I never quit on pucks. Um, I will work harder than anyone else on the ice. And, uh, I, I, I think I'm a goal scorer as well. I like it. Nice. Um, and, and talking about the chirping, Tom said, like, uh, getting <laughs> under your skin, I got a good story. I don't know if you'll remember this because you were younger. But um, we went, I went to go watch because I had a buddies playing um, Tom's age on, uh, on Sudbury. This is when the rivalry was still there with Nickel City. I, I forget what rink it was in, in the Valley, but I was there um, watching. I played double A hockey, so I had, my, I had my jacket on. And uh, this little kid comes up beside me. He's like, yo, what's going on? Like, you don't play for this team? I'm like, no, no, I just, I'm just watching. Because well, you're wearing a wolf jacket. It's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I play double A, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts looking behind my jacket. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you're a double A <laughs> hockey player, eh? Nice. Yeah, it's like, nice jacket, double A hockey player. And he wouldn't get off my case the entire time we were there. <laughs> and it was Zach Giroux. Little Zach Giroux was all over me. You remember that? No, I don't actually. <laughs> hey, he's done it. He's done it so many times. Other people. Hey, no kidding. Oh my god, <laughs> you're just a nobody. No, I don't. Wow. <laughs> Sorry for that. I guess. <laughs> that was all time. It was all time. I, I knew I wouldn't like to play against him from that. Guaranteed. Um. All right. Let's let's move on. Um. Into your midget year. So we'll kind of fast forward a little bit. Um. You played Nickel City like your brother growing all the way up, and you end up. 
combining teams with the with Sabri. So what was it like, you know, kind of combining that rivalry and then playing with all these uh like you guys had a stacked team, Stillman, McHugh, Mitch Martin, like a, a bunch of draft picks. I'm sure I'm I'm missing a few guys, but but talk about that. Honestly, I loved it. Yeah. Um being being two really good teams that can com- compete during in the, in the like in the South tournaments in Toronto. Um we knew when we combined like we we can have a shot to be top team in Canada. Yeah. So uh once that happened, we we got gelled um and our team just started buzzing. Yeah. Like we we were we were really good and we and at the end of the year we knew that and we we knew we can compete at OHL Cup and and other tournaments and and we finished top 5 in Canada. So it was is what we expected. It was good. No big deal. Jim, I would yeah. say that team was probably just as stacked as when our year, the 2000 draft. Everybody on our my team got drafted but me, but we'll, we'll There's leave a that big out. Debate. There's a big debate I hear that this yeah, 03 yeah. team versus the 2000s. Oh, come if on. We, Everyone we in their prime. Picks, yeah, they had more draft picks, <laughs> but a shittier, shittier year because it's like the 03 draft besides you guys are shit. But um, anyways. Wow, Tom, that's a... Oh, wow, no, Tom, I meant the you're 2000. talking big game right yeah, now. Oh, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, why do you think I didn't go? Because there's too many better players than me. But if I was like oh, an 01, maybe I would have won first round. No, we'll leave that out. <laughs> no, I like getting Zach going, making him laugh. But Al, you like this story, actually. I don't even know if I've ever told you this. So I actually had the opportunity to coach Zach, which we'll get into. But I was coaching the midget team, our assistant coach of the midget team that year. So we en- ended up having to play Zach like six, seven times. And that was, that was, uh, that was fun. And Al, you like this one? I'm not sure. Did they Zach beat again. you guys? Oh yeah. Yeah. They yeah. beat us almost every time. Yeah, every yeah, time. We, I think. we didn't, we didn't just beat them. We... Al, Al, listen to this. <laughs> yes! oh, Let no. it fly. I love no, it. no, you guys haven't heard this one yet. This one's actually like, this involves Polly. So Polly's on the door this, this game. Okay. So my dad's on the door, like he like managers never really come on the bench and whatever. So the game's already like five, six, nothing at this point, midway through the second. And we get two penalties and we're on a five on three against these guys. And their coach decides to call a timeout for a five on three when they're already up five, six, nothing. So Brian's like fuming, like you fucking idiot calling a, like, uh, a timeout and all that shit. And my dad, my dad's fuming too, because it's like the game's already out of hand and it's a five on three. You already know what's going in the back of the net. So, Chim, after the timeout, they send out five forwards, okay? No defense, five forwards. And McHugh was the one that was – so the way the bench was at Countryside, McHugh was the one that was running, like, the point right beside our door where my dad was. Yeah. And my, my dad goes, hey, McHugh, 93 or whatever number he wore. You need five forwards to score on us? Hey, you need five forwards? Literally, I think Zach won the draw. and went, like, around three times, and it took, like, 15 seconds for the puck to go in the net. And they scored. And McHugh comes over to Polly and goes, yeah, eh? five forwards, five forwards. That's all it oh took, five forwards. Oh, my God. I'm like, Dad, I looked at my dad. I'm like, yeah, just just don't do that to them next time. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Especially that character, too. Like, oh, you know, I know. Any, I said anybody else. Like, you could have just sent it to Zach. He would have laughed at you. Like, at least you know him. But... Uh, there goes our chance of ever getting McHugh on. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, no, we'll uh, get him on. We're gonna have to relay that story to him. That one, that one's unbelievable. Oh, but uh, Zach, you got you got a few games up with the midgets after I, I worked my magic with my dad to get you called up. So run us through what it was in the locker. I haven't, I didn't hear any stories or anything like that. But how was the boys when you got called up to the midget team? Were they were they welcoming? Obviously, having a guy like you coming on board. Yeah, I was. They were actually really welcoming. Um, they they loved having me play which uh, didn't really surprise me actually at, at first because I didn't think of yeah. yeah. And uh, also like just take, like taking away like 
minutes of their ice times. Like, didn't think they're going to be willing for, yeah, me yeah. To, for me to take that away from them. But uh, they well, were, you can they were, say you're, you you can say you were our best player when you got called up, even though you're a minor. It, it's it's okay. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> just walk over that one. Like, come on. Like, what's he gonna answer to that, Tom? Like, come on. Tom. <laughs> just trying to throw uh, him right under no, the bus. Uh, I'm thumb buzzing. <laughs> it was really fun uh in the locker room just the road trips the cap um oh yeah just it, it made it really fun for for a team that i didn't really know so it was awesome yeah. it was an awesome experience and i actually i actually had the opportunity to coach you zach and you actually ended up getting hurt uh two games before which cup or even the last game before you guys were leaving and i remember you on the bench like a little little butt hurt that you know you may you might be playing hurt or not even playing in this tournament but uh Al, I'm not sure if Zach's going to want to tell the, the the story I was telling him, but I was like, Zach, the draft's already like basically done, buddy. You're still going to go. Because, Jim, he, he was a little worried that he wasn't going to play in the tournament and maybe not even get drafted. But I said, do you not know who your brother is? And do you not know how actually good you are? Like, the draft's already done come November. So I don't know if you want to touch on that story because... Yeah, um, so I, I couldn't function my leg. <laughs> so I got Charlie Horst um, on my left leg, and it just got worse and worse as I kept playing. And there was that last game where uh, Tom Tom helped me out on the bench, but it was physically not possible. Like I couldn't take a stride, and OHL Cup was coming up, so I was like, "Damn, like that that's a big tournament to play in." Right. Like, that's that's where they pick like <laughs> who they want and stuff. So I was just having a hard time um, thinking like, "What if I can't play in this tournament? Like what what's gonna happen?" Um, yeah, Tom just helped me out through through all that hey, so hey tom give yourself a pot in the back yeah, i know hey, slide that story in. Hey, tom, hey, this, is on, hey, this is on youtube so i'll slide hey, that right hey in. tom there you go you got this you basically what, got him drafted you know yeah, uh, congrats yeah Al, tom wanted me to let you know that uh he was one of the best coaches i ever had so i, I saw him I reading off a page there. there he's yeah. reading off a- <laughs> <laughs> i just texted him <laughs> tom how much did you pay him for that my god yeah. i just texted him <laughs> um, well, yes, I, I didn't have that story in the game notes out, so you couldn't see it, but I had to make sure to get that out. Oh my god, um, what was I about to say? How'd you guys end up doing in a WHL Cup? Did you end up playing? That? I ended up playing three of the four round robin games we played, okay? Um, yeah, so during a WHL Cup, we like we didn't play at our potential, we can say mm-hmm. we didn't, uh, like we could have mm-hmm. played a lot better, I find. But the one game where we played good, we beat the Toronto Red Wings, who like went to overtime with Don Mills Flyers. Right. We beat them 3-1 or something like that. It's like yeah, crazy. We we could have been there and I it really pissed me off seeing them uh in the final game. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, we we could have done a lot better in that tournament for sure. Was there like was it basically your whole team at that OHL Cup team like was there kids from the Sioux and Timmins? Yeah, there was uh Jack Matier who went okay. first round to to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. There was a few kids from the Sioux Mm-hmm. And a few from North Bay too. Gotcha. There's it was a like good most mix. likely from our yeah. Well, yeah, 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 our yeah, team, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like yeah, good mix. Gotcha. Yep. So moving on to more of your uh, more of your brother here. So obviously we talked about you guys getting in fights at the outdoor outdoor rink, and from from when I've known you guys and grown up with you guys, there was always some heated moments, and from stories I've heard from you guys, even working out and a bunch of yelling matches and mini sticks and. The list goes on. So just touch upon like what his impact has been on you besides all the, the chirping and all that. Besides all that, I am <laughs> extremely lucky to have him as a brother. Um, I, I truly am. 
just to be able to work out and go on the ice with him and just see him work his ass off every day it's yeah. so motivational yeah it, it it seriously brings it out out of yourself mm-hmm. to be able to work out with him it it makes you work like work so much harder because you just want like it, he brings it out of you mm-hmm. like it and it's just awesome it, it gets me motivated it gets me better and i just love it i love every mm-hmm. second of it is there one thing that specifically like is a trigger for you like you see him doing you're like yeah like i'm i'm ready like run through a brick wall yeah whatever he does i i, I have to do it as well yeah, yeah, so yeah, if, yeah. He, if he does an extra set i have to do an extra set if he yeah. skates suicide at the ends of a practice i have to do it oh yeah or whenever he sees me do it uh he yeah. has to do it too so that's our cool. competition is unbelievable but it, it i like that. gets it gets us better so that's i love sick. that for him yeah. love that do you do you guys talk every day, Zach? Like for any pointers? Since like he's already been through the whole HL, does he does he give you any pointers on like the upcoming season, or even like does he ask you for help and when he watches AHL games going on right now? Yeah, um, he called me a few times after his game, just making sure he's he's doing the right thing. And um, definitely when we we've been on the ice during the summer, he's been teaching me a lot how to be strong on my stick, how to how to win pucks in the in front of the net and stuff like that so he's he has been teaching me a lot but he i also like how he asked me for the same thing yeah that's um, cool. so cool so yeah he's definitely um been teaching me a lot on the ice and definitely off the ice too because um without him i would not be um where i am right now that's mm-hmm. fun that's for sure that's awesome and and leads right into you getting drafted to the ohl so you get drafted by flint like tom mentioned before was flint always on your radar or did you did you have any idea you were going there flint has never talked to me like that was the one team that did not talk to me it was weird it was actually really weird Um, wow yeah yeah so on draft day um i I knew like because throughout the year i was ranked through the third round so i knew Mm -hmm. okay like third fourth fifth round i'd hopefully get chosen and um i i saw flint back-to-back picks late third round and i was like okay i don't know like i don't know about this they didn't talk to me but uh yeah that's that's the pick i got and that those two back-to-back picks crazy were you following like through the whole thing because i know some guys stop paying attention to the draft they kind of buzz off or or did were you locked in in the entire time so i started watching it by myself in my room and my brother called me and he just wanted my thoughts on the first round and he he told me he's like my biggest regret is not watching it with my family and not like having like not being there and celebrating with my family when the pick happened so he told me to go upstairs, just enjoy it with my whole family because my whole nice. family was here. But I just didn't want to not like if I didn't get chosen, I didn't want to be there for like a sad moment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But <clears throat> he told me his biggest regret was not celebrating with the family. So I, I just went upstairs and watched it no matter what. So and I, I I'm happy I did it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. What if if you don't mind saying, do, do you know, like, did, did you know of any other teams that were on your radar talking to you at all? Yeah, there's there's about like basically all of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that's so yeah, crazy, I, I, man. I got a I got a call from from all the other teams, and and Flint was not the one to call, but I'm, I'm happy they they did pick me. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah. yeah. Um. So next question, Zachy. So you actually end up playing some games for Flint, Flint last year from getting called up from Rayside. You had three points in five games. How how was it like scoring like your first OHL goal? And who who was it against? Was it North Bay? Yeah, it was North Bay. So how how was that? 
it was it was awesome it was actually a dream come true but uh for me it didn't really sink in but until after the game because when i did score it was in the first but like the like it didn't feel like a celebration right like when i scored like everyone went for the puck no one came around me <laughs> I, just <laughs> my, I just had my hands up i was yeah. celebrating by myself i was like wow this is really interesting but then i went to the bench and like everyone was silent and i was like oh Oh, okay. And then after, when I got out of the room, they, they had a big celebration for me there, but it didn't really sink in that I, holy shit, I scored my first OHL goal until, right. yeah. until the end of the game. Yeah. That's wild. Have, have they told you what the plan is or is, I don't know if you've been hearing anything since you're actually like in the OHL, despite what me and Alex hear just from the news and the sports news, like, have they told you what the plan is for coming up for the OHL? They're going into this bubble or like what's going on there? Yeah. So the plan is, that there's going to be an announcement at the end of this month, which should be very soon. And mm-hmm. uh, if the season does start, it's going to be a 24 game schedule. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be hub four hub cities. Right. For, I don't know how many teams, but mm-hmm. um, we, no one knows much, but that's, that's the plan so far. Just hub cities and teams Jesus. playing through that arena and 24 mm-hmm. game schedule. Interesting. Interesting. And yeah. so obviously you played, a little bit in Flint. What's it like living there? I hear stories about Flint. What what's what's the city like? It's actually very nice. Yeah. Um, I, I heard stories too about the downtown <laughs> part of yeah, Flint. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never really been there yet because mm-hmm. uh, the rank is right. on the outskirts. The well, you were twelve when you outskirts. played. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but uh, where I've seen it's 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 been really nice so far, and it's, mm-hmm. it's I'm really happy to be Good there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. And and in those games, you got to play against your brother, too, which is, a, again, full circle moment. What was that like? <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't have one second of not being on the bench or on the ice, just smiling. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was awesome. Just seeing, awesome. seeing him next to me, seeing him chirp me, seeing him chirp <laughs> others on the ice, seeing, like, how he actually is on the ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And see how much of a big impact he actually is. It's, it's actually awesome. Um, yeah. And to be able to face him on – on the face off and oh. winning that draw, having that, oh, that video forever that triggers him <laughs> yeah. uh, is, is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a surreal moment for sure. Were, uh, were, were your parents and family there, Zach, for the game? And who like was Claudette and Dan wearing jerseys? And were they like, which was Claudette wearing yours and Dan was wearing Saginaw? Like, how did that all go down? <laughs> yeah. So my mom just decided to not wear anything. Uh, right smart. smart move yeah but uh my dad had a flint hat and a, a sag jersey or a nice. sag sweater he had yeah but he, he went with the mix-up it was funny yeah. they, so poor boy, yeah. they, they must have been a little emotional zach what, like did they tell you anything about I, i'm sure your mom had a little couple tears in there that that's pretty accomplishing to have two kids going the ohl and playing against each other yeah that's what they said they said uh like when they were when we were young that's what their goal was Right. To, to, to make sure we had that power skating, to make sure we had that extra ice time, the, that ODR to help us right. get to the OHL and get to where we want to be. That's so, cool. so for them, it was it was like knowing they did a good job. And, you know, it was awesome. So yeah. cool. Okay, so now we're going to move a little bit away from hockey. So we have to get into a little bit of esports talk here, Zach. And <laughs> I know there's one story in particular that might have a little bit of bad blood still between my co-host and, and the guest we have on, Zach Giroux. So before we get into it, um, what, what's your thoughts? Cause I know, I know you're a big Fortnite guy and I obviously play with you, but what are, what are your thoughts so far in the new season? Give us, give us your thoughts on it. So the first couple days I played it, it was 
awful. Like it was the worst experience oh, yeah. I've ever had. Like the the new guns, the upgrading, like mechanical parts, everything. Just the new guns. Yeah, yeah. Just nothing clicked. Like uh, didn't know how to upgrade them. I was stuck with a makeshift shoddy. Like for the first couple of days, not knowing how to put it to a regular pump. But then uh, after I knew how easy it was to, to upgrade it, and it was, I'm starting to like it now. So that's 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 oh man i yeah, we have to get into this we have to get he's into the toughest <laughs> toughest teammate you can play play for it was it wasn't a hard job Jim. it was not a hard job okay so <laughs> let me <laughs> let, let me let me tee it up but i don't like, remember it fully so I'm i don't remember it fully it. either no so i think zach probably remembers it looks like he knows everything about it like instilled but in his brain it was so it was us three playing <laughs> and we had so was it us three and me or brett was it one, which yeah, one it was, was it? me, you, Brett. Yeah, us three and Brett. And I think there was like, I'm going to say less than 15 people left. And Storm was kind of far away, all these Fortnite people. Sorry. So we have to, we had to move closer to where Storm ended up. So we had to like use that, what the Fortnite people say as movement. So back then, <laughs> a few seasons ago, there was a thing called a launch pad. So we ended up placing oh my the, now i remember this we this ended up sewer job of the year we ended up placing <laughs> i think i think it was me that placed the launch pad or it could have been zach but we ended up placing it we ended up talking in the mic saying oh we placed a launch pad full communication was there and there was not on, full communication everybody on the team but chim took the launch pad and he ended up dying in storm Tom, we're, that's we're, such a sewer job first of all First of all, he was screaming in the mic, being like, I'm gonna drop a launch pad. I don't know, yeah, I'll drop a launch pad, I'll drop a launch pad. <laughs> and then and then he didn't say anything. And then all you guys took it and got shot out. I died in a storm. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because so, we, yeah. we Zach, go ahead. Go ahead. So storm was far. I and I, I built up the place launch pad to be able to go to circle. Right. And I all I said was I, I placed launch pad, I'm going. Cause, <laughs> right. and then, we were and still then, far away, Tom. Mm. No. Oh, dude! It was like we're on top of the hill, but it's it's all good. It's all good, Jim. It it happened. Um, <laughs> so Tom, me, Tom, Brett all took the launch pad. No one, but you were just stuck there, not being able to find it. No, you were I just like, I where is find, this I launch pad? I couldn't find oh, it. You so couldn't find it. That's so what it ten, was. Yeah. So ten seconds later, it, you you got pushed by a four man squad, and they just broke. They just broke down the launch pad, and you were pissed. You were pissed. How do you guys leave me? You guys are a freaking selfish squad. You guys are. <laughs> hey, Zach. Then, he, he hasn't played with us since, yeah, man. Never played with him ever again after that one. <laughs> I haven't played with that guy. I've been, I, I've been on a hiatus. I've been on no, a hiatus. No, you, hey, you've been playing with your other friends, and it's funny because I text you throughout the day or like in the morning when we're even talking about the pod. I'm like, oh, you want to, you know, relieve some stress and play Fortnite tonight? And then I log well, on to I'm, play with Zach, and I, I see you on. I but will make squad already. But I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in, I'm in like the minors right now. I need to get better. I'm not good at Fortnite, right? So I'm just trying to work on getting better so I can play with a tough teammate. Like when he uh, demands something from me, I need to deliver. Right now I can't deliver. So I'm just I'm training. I'm tra he's one of the toughest teammates hey, I've ever played with on on Fortnite. Yeah, but 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 Zach's good. He carries your team. He's like a great he's like a yeah. he he works in the Fortnite squad. So that, I will that make story a comeback. I, I will make a yeah. comeback. I think I think that story, like from Jim getting mad, had Brett in tears. Like, oh, yeah. I, I still remember it his laugh good. and yeah, stuff. He, he's gonna be he's gonna be reading the her listening to this <laughs> laughing for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all time. Oh, that's too good. 
Well, well, Zachy, we're going to get into our little segment here that's called Fast Five just to, to round out the interview. And uh, so I'm just going to shoot five questions at you. And whenever your first answer comes out is what it's going to be the answer for the question. Is that, uh, is that cool or what? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so sticking to the Fortnite theme, the first question is favorite Fortnite gun? Uh, favorite Fortnite gun? Probably the regular pump. Oh, I, regular oh, I thought he was going to say Brutus minigun. I thought he was going to say oh, Brutus oh, minigun. Oh, that minigun too. Oh, that was good. He wanted it so good. bad every time he played. Hey, <laughs> I, hey, I know that. I know the, I know the Fast Five is supposed to be quick, but the funny story, actually, like two days ago when I was playing with Zach, like, so the new upgrade we are talking about, or the new season we were talking about the upgrade of the shotgun and i had a green makeshift al no i had a purple makeshift and zach had a green i had a purple pump sorry zach had a green makeshift and he was just like anyone got a purple pump purple pump anyone have a purple pump like the whole time and i'm like here fucking take my purple pump so it's a demanding teammate you have to have these things you have to do what you have to do what you want to do to win and i I dropped in the purple pump i made him shut up and then we won there, no, there I didn't actually want. I was just being annoying because <laughs> me and Brad were kind of getting heated. <laughs> it was just to freaking be, be in his ear all the time. Huh? Uh, it was funny. But uh, then exactly. Tommy actually dropped when I was like, okay, I will not say no to this. <laughs> but uh, one thing about Tommy is, yeah, he will do actually whatever it takes. Like, he, if I'm low on maths, he will drop me maths. If I'm low yeah, on ammo, Tom, he'll Tommy's all time like, teammate. He, he is, yeah, uh, he is probably the he, best team I've ever played with. Not yeah. like Michael. Oh, yeah. Michael. Oh, Anyways, no, we, we all get into Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, how about this the other day? Sorry, uh, this Fortnite talk's going to be going. We maybe shouldn't have started the Fast Five, but the other one was Brett died uh, a couple games ago, and me, Zach, and Mayu like, wiped out everybody else, but there was one person left, Jim. And Brett, we got Brett's reboot card, and the van was right there, and there's still one person left. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm gonna go get Brett for the reboot. So I rebooted Brett, and then as soon as he was like spawned back alive, Zach killed the guy. But I'm like, hey, everybody was here, everybody <laughs> was a part. Right. Of Everyone it. was hey, there for it. Yeah, Brett needs to have the final kill every time. He just asks for it. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> or else he's like sad. He doesn't, he doesn't get a kill throughout the whole game, so he needs that last kill to make him feel good. Oh. Make him feel like he was a part of the win. That's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, okay, Zachy. Next question: Favorite pregame song? All-time favorite pregame song would be "Closer" by Chain Smokers. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Like throughout the band of like years, that. that got me going. Yeah, for sure. I like, I like that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna cough here. <clears throat> next question: <clears throat> Favorite uh, favorite coach? Other than Tom uh, Waters. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it other other to me. Favorite coach probably be Chris McKinnis in the band of years. Guinea, he, yeah, yeah. He hey, actually, that's two answers now. He actually uh, developed me a lot. Like he, yeah. he focused on not like we we never skated throughout those two years. Like never <clears throat> skated through through the practices, but he really made sure that we developed as a team and and those skills. So like those that edge work practice every every week, mm-hmm. skills practice. It it really developed me as a player, and I, cool. I love that. So I love yeah. that as a coach. You you guys Jamie. used to skate him and your brother, no? Just like you guys? Yeah, just you three. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. and just develop my, my our edge work and our skating and our, our shooting. I, I I really really like that. Yeah. Good good. For sure. uh, next question is most memorable goal of your career or model slash saying that you live by 
You can choose either. Or. You can choose either. Or, yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Favorite goal, and it was the in Kappa's casing playing major midget, uh, and scoring that that game winner with like two minutes left to to take a three one lead or whatever it was. That that goal was hyped. Like the that that goal coming out of the blue line and just wristing it bar down. Yeah. With with like two minutes left to win that game was was awesome. It was actually yeah. Yeah, with the new team with yeah, it was that was probably my favorite goal of all time. Nice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm interested to see the answer to this one. So the last but not least, you probably heard it before. Favorite Sudbury restaurant. So for that, it would have to be Eastside Mario's. Just oh, Eastside Mario. Okay. Yeah. Wow. For, like I'm just so used to that being my pregame meal every time I'm going down to Toronto. Yes. Having that like twice every weekend. Oh, and there you yeah, go. Just the Italian wedding soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't miss out. No, hey, the coach, the actually. coach is like yelling at you, not too much bread, and you're like, yeah. the loaves are just coming. Oh, unlimited <laughs> bread, carb yeah. load. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's bad. Yeah, awesome. Uh, that's my favorite restaurant, though, for sure. Awesome. All right, well, that's gonna round out the fast five and and the interview, Zach. Thanks for coming on. I'll let Tom take it over, but on, on behalf of myself, thanks for coming on. It was awesome, and and we'll we'll reunite uh, the relationship on on Fortnite soon. So. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Zachy, this is like a full circle scene. Obviously, you grow up and uh, turn out to the player that you are now. It's uh, it's very, very accomplishing what you've done so far. And obviously, the future is bright. I and mean, we wish you all the best next year because, you know, we're, you're going to get a full season there with Flint. And obviously, hopefully, if there's a season come next month, we'll maybe look to get you back on to get some uh, get some bubble talk in because I'm sure that's going to be eventful for you. But uh, yeah, thanks, dude, for coming on. I'm sure our listeners are going to like to like to hear the younger side of uh, a hockey. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Lon. I've been looking forward to this for for the week now. So it's it's thank you, appreciate it. Awesome, buddy. All right, that was the interview with Zach Giroux. Tom, initial thoughts. Well, initial thoughts is that we actually had more, I think, esports talk related than the actual hockey stuff. Hey, maybe just like a guy that he's gonna listen to this, maybe just a little nervous to start off. You know, he he's he's all scared that all his friends are gonna listen. He, Young he, buck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't, uh, you know, had that same uh, luxury Spoiler. as like the no the communication course that Dom went through there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> With the sag. Yeah, Dom's, Dom's just a natural answering any questions. But but um, speaking of that, Tom, mm-hmm. you can notice that his brother has rubbed off on him like a lot. Oh, dude, I know so many stories. And just being part of their mini stick night, dude. Oh, they had like the big nets, like the semi-small nets, Al, for yeah, mini sticks. Yeah. And it was on hardwood floor. It wasn't even yeah. on carpet. And we had like, wow. the, like the small RHB sticks. Yeah. Shirtless, cross-checking man. Like, oh, like that that individual man he's nuts and he's a, he's a competitor on the ice and just looking forward to see what he does hopefully this year with uh with flint if they got actually get going on the uh this ohl bubble that's proposed absolutely uh tom i actually made my return to Fortnite with uh with zach Giroux. i filled Last in night, I, I heard, yeah eh? I, f- I filled in for you um i gained his respect i had a clutch i had a clutch kill at the end of the game for a w um clutch markings too he he loved it uh, i'm just a glue guy out there um he's, so he's uh, the best to play with though and like i he's had hilarious. to get closer with him over the last couple of months not just from playing fortnite but 
just anything else and he's just a uh, cool dude almost uh i'm almost actually getting closer with him than his brother freaking dom he he, he leaves and dom's he's not big, a fork guy no dom just yeah. leaves and he big leagues everybody but well we'll save that for another day yeah all right uh let's stick on the hockey topic let's go to the btb hockey pool um thoughts on the nhl so far fellas the nhl i mean I, I feel bad every time we say this because I listen to a lot of podcasts on the way up here and it's just, well, we have to talk about that referee, Jim. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Tim Peel uh, gone. <laughs> just, he, he made a statement during the game. Uh, was Nashville and who? Nashville, Detroit, I believe. Um, and I said, he basically said that he wanted to give, he wanted to give Nashville a penalty, but he just couldn't, wasn't close enough. Um, just total like tampering with the game. Um, unfortunate for a guy who's, I think, 20 plus years in the league. He was um, about to retire. About to retire. He got like a month left, not even finishing yeah, the season. Yeah, Just... he got kicked to the curb um, pretty fast. So um, I know it's to keep the integrity of the game. Um, just it's it's unfor- unfortunate situations all the way around. Um, yeah, and he, he was scheduled. I listened to a lot of like hockey channel podcasts, whatever you want to call on the way up here to Ottawa last weekend. He was actually supposed to retire at the event of April. I'm not sure if you mentioned that, Jim. I was just on my phone there. but uh, May, uh, May did, yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. You missed Dash. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dash one. Check the game notes. Um, Bogey. What was I about to say? The linesmen's apparently only had like 200 NHL games combined. So everyone was saying, one of the guys on uh, Leafs Lunch was saying, I think it was, uh, I forget what what uh, broadcast Andy? person said this. No, Dave Poulin maybe, I think, yeah, said yeah. this. He was just saying that... Uh, Maybe like the like Tim Peel was like saying to the linesman, that's like a unexperienced so far. Like, yeah, I kind of messed this up, you know. Like, explain themselves, like, because maybe the linesman was like in his head's like, ooh, that, I don't know if about that call. And like the Tim Peel was like just explaining to the unexperienced, he's like, you know what? That's on me. I gave them a bad call. That shouldn't have been a call, type of thing. Well, he basically said like he, he was looking to get. I know. I know. That's 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 it. You can't really go around that and dude there's this one site i forget what it is but you can actually look at the like what refs are playing or scheduled to ref that game in the nhl and you can see like how many times they give penalties to the away and home team someone has a website on that dude it is not I, I didn't i didn't look it up yet but i was i, I bet you a that. bunch of nhl teams use that i i guarantee and, dude, yeah. and so many so many of these people now apparently use it for betting because like if there's one yeah. ref there's like 70 yeah. percent like penalties on like the home team they'll smash the away team because they know a lot of penalties are going to happen. Yeah. Re- like refing is never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I do sympathize in the fact that he's about to retire and he just gets like kicked to the curb. I understand mm-hmm. it. This is the As world a ref, we're li- you don't want anyone to know your name and now no. everyone knows. Who yeah. Is. This is dude, the world like we're living in now. Almost 2,500 games, dude. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, crazy, crazy. Did they even I, give him an opportunity to like apologize? I don't know. It's, it's been like, they Quiet. got him out, then he kind of s- swept it under the rug right away. The NHL yeah. moved yeah. like a move like mafia bosses on that one, like swiftly. It was uh, it was crazy. Um, I, I think the big thing here is if a mic's on, you just you can't say things. Tom, you should learn from this. Uh, <laughs> yes, a hot mic. You should like you got to be. You just got to be aware. Maybe it gets drowned out if there was crowds there. I don't know. Um, 
it just makes you think how many times this has actually happened in the league and no one's heard it. Like, it's just kind of well, wild to think of. Did um, Did you see that, like, the next day that Simmons got tripped and, like, a no call and the ref was holding his mic explaining to Simmons, like, about the penalty that he maybe missed or didn't call or whatever because Simmons was giving it to him pretty good. So the ref actually, I'm not sure the ref was, was blocking his, his mic. The mic, cause... but not the mic does keep the refs uh, accountable. Like it's, oh yeah, you know, it's well, huge. Same for when the players are mic'd though. You, like when these teams make these two minute videos of like, oh, this player was mic'd tonight or whatever, like kind of funny, hilarious, but you know, they're like borderline, not saying anything that's crossing the line if they know they're mic'd. Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. But just unfortunate um, that he, he yeah. was mic'd, man. That's... Yeah. Anything else from NHL? Um, I'm trying to think. The Buffalo um, Sabres stink. They stink, yeah. Uh, that's uh, the huge. Um, I read an article from ESPN saying that Marcus was the, the glue holding his line together, so they're really looking forward to getting him back. <laughs> nice, Love dude. Love it. Um, um, like we said, Nick Foligno, BTB bump. Um, no big deal. What about you, uh, you Montreal Canadiens? Habitant had a little trade. No, you don't want to get into yeah, that. I'm excited yes. about Eric Stahl. We've been trying to get him for probably 10 years. Yeah, we're about five, six years too late, but uh, I'd say 10. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I don't I don't hate it. They did give up a little bit much, but the third and the fourth, fifth, I believe they had 14 draft picks in the draft coming and up, so. exactly if you have enough if you have a surplus i mean you can go dabble um it gets a little more leadership they already have it but i think uh i i think yeah hey. uh, I, I think it'll look good the top He's four is pretty much to... in the canadian division too yes i'll, I'll agree with that and you know so what montreal knows Mace, they're going up like probably you know against toronto you know what's huge too buddy um this quarantine period for the habs is massive little recharge little reset they haven't they, been able to practice I, I but maybe that's good because they they have been a little bit on a downward spiral they've been scaring me a little bit um so i like a little reset look at look at minnesota buzzing buzzing off the gas after the covid uh their covid uh quarantine you know so we'll see um we got to talk about the nhl limit or decreasing the quarantine quarantine well canada did canada Canada did did for 14 days to seven days for players from the states coming in if they get traded so this is huge before the trade trade deadline day and it almost sounds like the leafs got to make a move now no like i I think they already did but i think uh, they were doing it in the states but i think it's isn't it seven days like no matter what no if you're if you get traded within like the states like you're gonna play no no but like like even if if your team got it Got it. Like not no trades, like let's just, like like the halves. Do, don't they only have to quarantine for a week right now? I don't know. Uh, something like that. Like Over Edmonton. Edmonton days. had to. Well, Edmonton started Saturday. I don't know if they had contact with them. Though. I don't know. Right. Okay, that's a good. That's good though, Chim. Like I didn't. I didn't think about it that way. But anyways, it's it's seven days now, and that's huge compared to fourteen. Like I don't know what the trade deadline is gonna look like, um, this year. But since it's only seven days now, maybe we'll see more more deals. But um, Eric Stahl is probably just sprinting to the airport. Hey, get me out of Buffalo. He's so excited. <laughs> see Taylor Hall when asked, would you trade your, would you waive your new movement? Yeah, for sure. Oh, God, man. That poor so guy. He's going he's gonna to get put on another team. I forget how many teams he's been on the last, I don't know, decade. It's been like, since he's been in the league, I think it's been 18. He looked good on Edmonton right now. Yeah. I don't uh, feel like... Like Edmonton needs a guy like a, like 
a gritty Josh Anderson. Get, yeah, like him or even like a I don't want to pump my leaf so, but a Hyman would be great with like McDavid getting him all the pucks in the corner. I, like, the ten fifty TSN guys are saying Hyman to Edmonton would be a great fit. Bertuzzi, yeah. Bertuzzi too look good there. Um, yeah, Bertuzzi would too. Bert would look good, good on any on any uh, NHL team. Um, good, uh, good hockey talk though, boys. This j- is good. Just to uh, fact check the quarantine period, it is for trades. Uh, from what I'm reading here from Sportsnet. Okay. Um, it is for from from U.S. crossing the border, um, is what I'm reading here. Um, yeah, I think we'll see. Yeah, that um, makes sense, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go through the scores, guys. Uh, again, we're kind of in the dog days, nearing. Um, we got a how many weeks left? We got three weeks left of the regular season, guys. Um, so I, I look, it looks pretty good right now. Me taking on Jackson, I'm, I'm up uh, by 20. Um, McKay uh, is going to lose to the Savage Wagon. Uh, Tom Bomb, the Greek God, going to take an L to Father. On, on oh, I don't know about that L yet. I have a goalie playing right now, Al. Look at that projection. Oh, okay. It's tight. Oh, it's tight. Okay, this one's tight. This one's tight. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This, that that's a nail biter. We'll get back to you on that. Greener uh, looks like uh, he took care of average Joe's, no problem. Uh, Brett's team looks pretty good against Bros before Ajo's. Looks like he's going to beat them. And this is a big matchup. Gigi's and Whalers squad. I kind of don't want any of these teams to win for my <laughs> sake, but it looks like Gigi's are going to win. Gigi's Gigi's are in a wave right now. Um, so I'm I'm battling to make the playoffs. It's it's not looking too good. I got to go like on a heater when I got to basically win out and get some help, I think. Um, so we'll see. Sticking with fantasy, though, Al, I heard you uh, had a little controversy in your pool. Thank you for teaming me up, Tom. Thank you for teaming me you know up. What, I forgot buddy, to mention just, this just last episode. banger, one-timer. Thank already, you for that. You're welcome, dude. Mason, I don't know if I told you this, but let's get into it. I need to hear boys' thoughts on this. I'm going to keep names out. Keep this totally general, okay? So... Our, uh, I'm in another league, uh, Fantasy Hockey League. The trade deadline had passed, um, and one of the teams is at two and seven. One of the teams is at eight, eight and two, eight and one, I think. Um, anyways, besides the point, one team's doing really good, one team's doing bad. This team, the shitty team, decides to uh, n- not shitty, just bad luck. They had Bert, Bert got hurt. Um, just a, a ton of bad luck, um, but loses um, and decides to drop everyone he can drop. He dropped everyone that wasn't locked, dropped them. Turns out that day he had texted the eight and one team saying, just letting you know, I'm dropping these guys. Um, oh, no, no, no. I don't know where this is going. but And it, and one of the players was Artemi Panarin. The eight and one team went to pick him up. Then dropped them. A lot of guys are pissed off. A lot of guys know these guys as jokers. It was kind of a joke. How seriously are you guys taking something like this? I, I'm questioning the commission. Like, can you actually just pick up a player as soon as he's dropped, or is there a no? No, it goes through the waiver. It goes through the waiver. Okay, so he's he's not getting all these players. No, in a sense. No, he dropped them all. Um, but what happened is Artemi Panarin, he dropped Carey Price, like all these big, couple big names. Um, <laughs> hey, is there is there money involved, like in the prize? 
Yes. And then I'd be mad. Yeah. It's I just, mean, even like 20 bucks still, but like, dude, 20 bucks at 12 guys, like it's still, it's still enough. Right. It's, and, it's a tough to like, if you know the guys, like, and I knew it, it was a joke, but, but at the same time, it's like, we're, for for that season, it was a week away from playoffs, so it screwed up everything. Right. It screwed. Up. We had to restructure the playoffs. We had three teams at five and five, like absolute disaster. So we had to restructure everything. Um, so what what if what you was the ruling? Play, so didn't you, you guys had a whole judge? We had a jury. hearing. We had a hearing, uh, but it kind of we took away a draft pick from the two and seven team. You can't drop guys like that um, for next year. And then the well, a we were, draft pick one the his first rounder, um, dude. He shouldn't be playing next year. It's up. To that is opinion. soft, Jim. That's soft, dude. Hey, it was a democratic process. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, and the eight and one team. What we we're gonna do? So he had a buy. So he had a buy uh, to the playoffs. We, we were gonna take away his buy. And also, he would have to um, bench. I think it was bench one of his top three forwards, and bench his top goalie for the first week of the playoffs. Right in the playoffs, right? I remember. What Brett, do you think of that? Brett was telling me about that. I, I get that. Or I was gonna say fully eliminate him, but I mean that's just ruthless. But it, it, my initial thoughts is that like, what's gonna not make? this happen again like i feel like someone can easily why well, i think now. i think the everyone punishment's minor. near the end of the hearing i think people kind of realize like this is ridiculous like so not to do it again we don't want exactly go hearing. exactly 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 i feel like the guy was eight and one i feel bad like because you know he's kind of been meh during the first few years but now he's kind of picked it up he had a good year um so i mean it's just interesting i've never seen anything like that done in in fantasy hockey um but it was wild it was wild um but yeah un- unbelievable okay boys let's go in to the quarnies q a that was some long fantasy talk oh my god um let's go into the quarnies q a all right before we get into it, let's talk to you about this legendary family business. Serving Sudbury for over 45 years, Corning's Office Plus offers all things office and more. Corning's is locally driven, driven, customer-focused, and offer everyday low prices that are affordable and offer the best quality. Next day delivery is a guarantee. You cannot find that anywhere else, folks. Visit their store at 67 Elm, downtown Sudbury, or online at www.quarneys.com. That's www.quarneys.com. Go check them out. Their website is unreal. They have everything. Uh, office supplies needs, man. It's it's wild. Whatever you want, you can get it there at a lower price than any of the big box stores. So uh, shout out Quarneys for that. All right, Quarneys Q&A. Let's pull up the questions, boys. Give me a second here. Slacking on that. And the first question is going to go from Noah Blackwell. Uh, this might be a question that Tom and I can only answer. I don't know. Mace, you know one of these guys for sure. Um, but Noah Blackwell asks, do you start a franchise with Chris Clark or Joel Mojol as your number one D-man? <laughs> Oh God, a franchise? More like who you gonna bring in at the deadline? <laughs> but a franchise, I would definitely have to go with Mo. Just more skill, but like 
Clark's got a like Mojo's a good role model for like what a like you want to build your franchise around because he's like quiet, respectful. You know, he'll do everything in the team values. But Clark is like he'll bring well, in the popularity. A, you know, like card, he's but he's but he's he, a wild card. Oh yeah, but he yeah. might he might be out twenty five percent of the season on suspensions. So I'm, I'm going with Moj. <laughs> You go almost. That is good. I don't is know. Clark be a good morale guy. Like gets the gets the room going. Yes, oh, dude, dude. Absolutely. I I sat beside him, Tyler Mackey, and Moj. It was us four on our separate bench when we played Major Midget, and Clark just got the quietest guy, which is Joel Mojo, just laughing mace. Like before every game, just everybody's so loose. Like even the coaches, like he went, he was not afraid to like just make sure that you know the head coach like mumbled his speech or something before the game. He'd be like you know, rip on him or something. Like, he's just a very, like, you love him on your team, but you hate playing against him because I played against him growing up and it was, he was, like, a little shit. But once you're actually in the same locker room, he's, like, the best. For sure. For sure, yeah. Clark, I think that's he, a good way to put Clark, it. Clark, he's good jam. Clark, yeah. Um, For me, it, it'd be tough, but Clarky's my guy. I can't really I can't really go against Clarky. Moe's um, too good, though, man. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough call. It depends on what you want. Like you said, Tom, I think you you uh, said it pretty good. Mace, you got yeah. anything on this, buddy? I only know Clarky, so I'll take uh, take the other guy. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, the only way, the only reason really I was saying like Moj for sure is because he'll work towards being a franchise player. Like yeah. he he will bust his balls every offseason, all that. Like I'm not sure if Clarky has the endurance to go a full, like, I don't know, 20 year career, you know? We'll have to have Clarky on. He has this unreal story about Blake Spears, his Clarky's first OHL camp. It was unbelievable. I'll save it because um, it's a wild story. Okay, next question comes from Taylor Murphy. Uh, thoughts on the differences between the men's and women's NCAA March Madness? Um, for me, uh, first off, it's nice to see that they got – the woman's on TV. I, I've never seen it on TV before. Um, so that's the first good thing. Also, the girl from UConn, the uh, freshman Buckers, Beckers, um, yeah. she is sick. Like, pulls up from three anywhere. Um, big fan of her. Big fan of her. Um, Tom, you got your thoughts? I think she was talking about, Jim, the weight room. Yeah, sorry. I, I was just kind of doing a little no, no, brief thing that, on the women's. But that, the weight room fine, thing. Though. Yeah, yeah. It, I my initial thoughts is a joke. Like they're in the same tournament playing for the same trophy in a sense. I get it. The whole viewership, Jim, like the guys get more views and all that. And and it's tough because they bring in the money in the sense. Right. But you can't just, it looks so bad for that tournament and the NCAA to treat the girls like that, man. Like you're telling me they don't have enough money to give them something better than the one they got. And they were having like NBA players call them out, dude. Like, I don't know. Like the guys almost got too much in a sense of like what they got, like the hoodies and the merch and all that shit they got too. Not not just the weight room incident. Like you just see that one pick with like the hoodies and the bags and all that they got. The girls literally got like, I'm gonna say F all, which is true. They literally got a t-shirt and I think a ba- a hood a backpack I think. Yeah. But it's just a joke. You got it. Like it's I think the, the NCAA. I think the NCAA just gotta like kind of like understand like the situation and er- like like uh, as if everything you, going on. Like who's in, uh, exactly. who's in charge of that? Yeah. Man? Why exactly? As if you You're as like, if you you like ah, why? It should be like, a positive that this tournament's even running, and then you have that going. Like the NCAA yeah. could have looked so good. They're like they yeah. only had that one COVID outbreak with VCU, and then you know they could have been like the only what do you call? positive out of the last couple months with a tournament actually going on besides yeah. like the NHL and NBA starting yeah. up. But like 
at like our age level type type of thing like you know from 20 to 24 the only thing that's really ran smoothly so far like and then they have that incident i don't know it's tough look for they sure. could have done it better that's all Mace, good question you got anything? yeah i've been following this account on instagram called the gist and they they've done a really good job of kind of highlighting the women's side of the tournament as well uh, but without that i probably wouldn't see too too much in terms of publicity coming from really anywhere other than the negative stuff from the women's and then uh, the yukon uh, freshman there but i don't know it's just disappointing to see it's 2021 and they still can't get that right so ncaa fails again yep <laughs> next question comes from arguably mason's all-time caddy uh ethan bronicheski this one's for mason what are your expectations for this year's id cup well Bronner, if you're on the bag i'm expecting to go back to back uh step bro still fluttering uh, flirting with the idea of coming back so i could get him back as a partner but it is still all up uh to chance uh but no i i've, I've been prepping i've been in the gym a little bit more mainly stretching oh shit but uh the flexibility is going to be there i i'm excited i was chipping around uh the basement today i, I have the i have the feel for it so uh Bronner, we're going we're going to the moon this this summer love it love it Bronner was an electric factory all summer he was um, a game changer absolute yeah, game sure. changer did you guys uh, know i coached him did you guys know that man? yeah yeah I knew, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a I cool dude, man. All right, next question. Jonathan Zanini asks, other than the ID, what's your favorite course in Sudbury? Lively. Lively, yeah. Chem? Stonehill? <laughs> no, it's not lively. I can't say it's lively. Um, old Chemi. I love Oh, old man. I That's love, a good answer, though, I Chim. love old Chimmy. Have you ever played the tips from there, Chim? It's like wild. 60 yards it's, par five, it's man. It's wild. A 90 degree, no, it's like 180 degree par five. Uh, I, I love, love. Chim, we had uh, our minor midget team there. Our, yeah. No. Yeah, it was. Minor midget team? Yeah. Who, who was my foursome? I think it was, no. Was it minor midget? What, I was with Folk, though. Major midget, maybe? First year yeah, major midget. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe second year. But it was me, Kev, Folk, and my dad as the foursome in a four-man scramble wow. for like the fundraiser for hockey at the yeah. upcoming year. That course is sick. Number one's a gorgeous hole because you put your ball right in that gully area, and then you have like a kind of like a blind shot to the green. Mm-hmm. Not really blind shot it, but if you're in that little gully, you can't really see where you're going. Mm-hmm. But just there's that one, I think, three or four, Al, where you, you completely can't even see the green. Yeah. You're asking if like yeah. the first time playing there, you're asking so many questions. Yeah, yeah. I, I went with Clarky. He showed me the, the way because I would have been lost. All right. Um, next question comes from Tyler Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi17. Um, asks your favorite hole at the ID. I think we've answered this before, but just to see if we got any updates on on, uh, on that. I really hope he's listening because I DM'd him on Insta. No answer for his birthday, but. Sound. We'll uh, sound. We'll leave it at that. I'll make sure to, you know, to put that in the intro if I ever do the intro for Bird. But I don't think I will. But anyways, uh, favorite hole. I'm gonna say two. I think I've already answered this, but if my answer changed, I'm gonna go with hole two. Mace, I'm gonna go with 14 today. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've been visualizing the the tee shot. It is a beautiful tee shot. My money tee shot. It's insane. 14 uh, is. A that's gonna be my hole in one hole. So. 
I'm gonna say it's my favorite hole. Just Colin, make it into existence. Colin, yeah. Jim, before you, before you answer, though, I'm just so excited to golf more with Mace this year. I feel like we're just going to have to play more rounds now that this podcast is going. And, oh, you know, especially with my Mace, right-handed swing. Oh, your right-handed swing, but you're going to see my wrist in motion and nothing more pisses off Jim than seeing my wrist in motion, maybe. <laughs> uh, just rolling in 10 first No, no, I wasn't even playing with you. I think you're you watching. I was just watching you and Jacko and Steve. Steve loves Jacko so much. Yeah. Oh, Steven stays like just far enough not to get hit by the golf club, but he's right beside Jacko all the time. Yeah, yeah. Jim, your hole. Um, I I like. Oh, I don't know. I I'll go. It's one of the part. It's either a t- it's a toss up between one and twelve. Uh, one the opening tee shots just gorgeous front of the clubhouse. Um, just a great start off hole and 12, you just look in your chops, um, on it if the wind's down. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the question, Bert. And that's going to do it for the Corny's Q and a also, um, if we didn't answer your question, we eventually should get to it. Um, if not, don't worry, your names will be entered into the Corny's Q and a draw. Um, we won't have a draw at the end of the month for this one. Cause we just started this thing. We're going to do it combined March at the end of March and April together. So, uh, April next Next month, be uh, on the lookout for the giveaway draw. Okay, let's go on to We Missed It. Um, Tom, with the ad read. Missin is a local apparel company specializing in comfortable and affordable streetwear. The brand helps bring awareness to youth mental illness with the brand's Not Alone line, raising funds for organizations providing mental health resources to youth in Ottawa and soon Sudbury. Visit their website to check out their latest limited drop at www.jusmssn.com. That is www.justmissin.com or check them out on the Instagram at justmissin. If you do purchase any merch from them, use our promo code, baby. You know what it is, Al. What's the promo code? BTB20. That is BTB20 for 20% off all apparel. A deal you can't beat for already affordable clothing and boys i'm actually repping the new hoodie that he just released i don't know if we want to get this out along with the hat i think it the hat good. sold out but he did say it's coming back in so the hat's nice and clean but this hoodie boys is is gucci and uh, along with mace work and the the long sleeve looks good looks good missing mace. man missing man big things coming up this summer long sleeves very comfortable great Love for this it. weather too a little chilly but Use that promo sleeve. code, baby. 20% off already, like, affordable clothing. I think the T-shirt's, like, 30 bucks. You use that promo code. Not a math guy, but I think you can save, like, basically on shipping 8 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll trust you on that one, Tom. Yeah. Oof, I don't know if that's accurate, but... Um, okay, we missed it. Um, we'll start it off with our own producer saying uh, <laughs> your producer's mic sucks. Uh, Mace had a rough mic uh, last last week uh, just a tough area i think in an echoey garage yeah we're working on it i still hope this one sounds good <laughs> yeah work in progress for old mace um a couple of people said we missed absolutely nothing uh zach matheson actually said best episode in btb history uh didn't miss a beat griffin jones also said best epi yet wow, wow. crazy um Parker Williams said we missed the uh, NBA trade trade deadline. We got it uh, this week. A little more current news. We wanted to see all the trades happen, but absolutely hold us accountable. I love it. I love it, Parker. Uh, yeah. 
Um, Ryder Johnson said, I'm missing hair on my head. Like that's an easy, that's an easy one. Um, let's got another go. one, uh, from Austin Benj. Yeah. I, yeah. You got uh, it. Yeah. Back checking us on the Loyola Chicago. Uh, they were actually an 11 seed, not a 16. And they went to the final four, not to the finals. And his take is sister Jean got way too much screen time. So yeah, it's a little bit mean Austin. That's a, a little bit, bit but yeah. I think that's a, that's a great first segment. Um, uh, we missed a big one. We're doing all of them. We Just missed a, a big one. one. Oh. Um, we, so our press release comes out. Mason's uh, more active tonight. I like this. It's like yeah, another our, co-host. Our, our, our press release comes out uh, in the subway star. Um, and it, and in the pre- Mace wrote it and in it talks about uh, the guests we've had on. And one of our guests actually decided to take a, a read at the uh, press release. Screenshots the guests that we missed them on and tweets it out saying, um, excuse me, that was Mikey Camito. Uh, Mikey Camito uh, called us out on that. So hand up. Sorry, we missed it, uh, Mikey. Um, but uh, we're plugging you in now. Um, and we've plugged you in a couple times for the, for the new book. So, hey, no kidding. We got the most, active, got the most active guy on Twitter is coming at us. No, I'm just I I, lo- I love uh, his Twitter. Uh, I gave him a little jab on him and his daughter Zoe. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, his I saw that. Front page that said I I take Zoe on the face on draw, uh, ten times out of ten. Um, but we're gonna have to get Mikey on again. He's got I think he's got a lot more um Book in the bank that we're gonna get. Yeah, so we'll get him before he he launches. Um, okay, so that's gonna do it. Loaded episode, guys. I didn't know how long this uh, we've been going here, but we've been going for a, a bit here. So, um, again. Thank you to everyone that tuned in. Thank you to Zach Giroux who hopped on the pod, a young guy doing big things. Um, so we're, we're hopefully we get the to youngest see him guy in the, in the pod so far. Youngest yeah, guy on the pod. Hopefully we get to see him in the bubble. Thank you to our sponsors that take care of us all the time. Optimus Brewing, who who is presenting this podcast. Thank you so much. Um, we are on Instagram at BTB Podcast double underscore Twitter at the same handle. Uh, we're on YouTube at Behind the Bench. We're going to start releasing a lot more content. Our interview with uh, Nick Felino is on there. Our Insta Q&As are on there as well. Uh, sorry, Corny's Q&As are on there as well. Um, <laughs> so I uh, got to make sure I, I get that. Hey, um, your, your growler's kicking in there, Al. It's good, buddy. Uh, no kidding. Yeah. Short-term memory. <laughs> No doubt from Optimus Brewery. Thanks you got for my plug, joke. Tom. You got hey, my thanks joke. for the 1T. Thanks for the 1T, brother. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it. Um, I think, uh, again, happy birthday to Tom. Um, I think we know the song. Uh, I can put a couple guesses in my head what the song's going to be. Oh, if uh, it is what I think it is. Oh, well, I know my song. Well, you, you got a couple songs, Tom, but I think your newest one that you've been singing might be the outro. But anyways, we'll leave it to Mace. We'll leave it to Mace. Send I it to the outro. out in Georgia. And, and there we go. Tom serenade us uh, there. Uh, that is the end of it. Thank you to everyone tuning in. We will see you next Tuesday for episode 23. This was episode 22 of Behind the Bench. Take care. That's the shit. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah, shit. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I see you. Oh. The way I breathe you in. Hey. It's the texture of your skin. Oh. I wanna wrap my arms around you, baby. Never let you go. Oh. I get my weed from California, that's that shit I took my chick up to the north, yeah Badass bitch I get my light right from the source, yeah
nights alone that we miss more And days we save as souvenirs There's no time, I wanna make more time And give you my whole life I left my girl, I'm in my own Get my weed from California, that's that shit I took my chick up to the north, yeah Bad 